<laughs> open your stride, dipshit. How open do you want it to be? <laughs> this is totally You want to really open it? You need to bring this back into the podcast. We're opening it right now. No, stop opening. You're going too fast. God, if that was your running stride. No. With like so, yeah, that looks better. Like this is my running stride. You had so much hip wiggle. Like was emphasizing the hip, okay? That's, oh God. Emphasize the hip, we touch the sign. But to make a sign slap. There you go. I don't really remember. Hello? Hi. <laughs> Hi, 2020. Anybody out there? <laughs> Did you mess up the calendar date already? And when you wrote down that date, you went something, something, 19, you went, shit. <laughs> Wrong thing. <laughs> Did you know that um, the apple when you far, fall far from the tree? Uh-huh. You want to get that out of your mouth? How <laughs> No, apparently, whenever you write down the year, when you write down the date, make sure to write down 2020. Yes. Because it's like a fraud thing. That's what I heard, because people can put like 2016 or shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, like it's insane. So like, this entire year, be careful of fraud. Always write down 2020. Don't fraud your way through the year. <laughs> and if you are quite a fraudulent person, um, we're after you. Dun, dun, dun. If you're that fraudulent person, just don't be. If you're that fraudulent person, why are you listening to us? Also, we started off the year, already failed to record this podcast before. Alright. Great. In our defense, you bought a mic, which looked freaking sweet, that was like slated to be a voice memo using microphone for an iPhone. That didn't do what it was. That didn't do what it was supposed to. And the the other thing is the wire is so long you could record, like you can like record a video, like with yourself like twenty feet away. Yeah. Like it was such an excessively long string of just wire. It was just unnecessary. So dumb. Also, it breaks easier. The fact that it was fucking windy as hell yesterday. And now it's completely ago. fine. Yeah. Yeah, no, we were like, when we recorded on was Wednesday. Was it two days ago? Yeah, it was two days ago. God, it's First Friday. off, we had a guest. We had Michael back, um, which was really cool. Like, I, we need more guest cast because Michael did much better than he did the first time. The, um, but, like, like we, the conversation was good. 
And then I went to edit the audio, and it was not good. Yeah, and I guess that's, again, like, learning curves that we talked about before. Like, we're, we're still figuring this out. We thought that we had a new system that would work. Yeah. And there's a dog on the path. Oh, I thought that was just the dog. I'm like, uh. I thought that was Lily. <laughs> it kind of does look like Lily. Yeah. My one doggo. Those, one of those yellow labs that is basically white. Yeah. Um, yeah, but we thought we had figured it out, and I didn't. And don't buy cheap ten dollars mics on Amazon. Yeah, I mean, the more you know. Again, learning curves. DVD. Yeah. Hello. Hi. Okay. Well, let's see if you caught that. Did you hear us get quieter when we did? <laughs> you know, um, we should we so, do? I was so excited. I thought that. <laughs> I know. He's, he's. We started off this. We're like. There's nobody going to be on the path, so it's not going to be awkward when you pass by someone. Still passed by. Totally. It was, and we still, it still happened. I think happened. we passed by all the people, though. I think the one about. time when we recorded where that waterfall was. Yeah. That was the most awkward, because we had someone walking were, behind us. Yeah! Like, directly, so we were like, hmm, just, just hold, just keep talking, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine, we're fine, we're all fine. Um, also, I'm wearing the uh, sweatshirt um, from Absolute Adventure, the <gasps> the merch page. Say it, more! Um, shop shop.spreadshirt.com <laughs> forward slash absolute dash adventure dash. Uh, left or straight before you keep going? Oh, uh, we'll go straight. Okay. Because I feel like going on this path that I always go on and going backwards would just feel weird. Yeah. Also, this is the path that of least resistance, closest to my, like, my house location-wise. The path I use like bike a lot on, mm-hmm. and so walking it feels just kind of strange. Yeah, because I feel like I should be like doubling my speed right Going now and just faster. be like, should be zooming past this. But then it's like, <laughs> it's so far away. Yeah, but anyways. I'm super warm in the sweatshirt. And if you want to get yours, yourself, you, the person listening to the audio mm-hmm. one, yep. you can go check it out. And we'll be, I think we got like a 20% off. Yeah, it's 20% off right now. It is 20% off. There is no better time to get yourself a warm ass sweatshirt for the winter if you live in a cold area. If you live in a warmer area like I don't know, Arizona, you might not want to get a sweatshirt. Or, we have hats and stuff. Well, I mean, in Arizona's defense, it gets really cold overnight. Um, or or if you live where we are, where there's supposed to be about two feet of snow on the ground, and um, we've seen grass for literally every day. Can you say it's been a really depressing winter so far? It's not been winter! Like, this isn't... It's a sloppy spring at best. Like when it, and it's like, oh, we can go skiing soon, and then it's like immediately like all the snow is gone. You're like, yeah, no, we maybe had about four days. Forty five degrees. It's like, come on, man. Yeah, because right now it's like I think forty (laughs) six degrees right now. It's not fair. (laughs) It's not fair. Um, But anyways, check that uh, merch page out if you are interested. Yeet. And uh, definitely follow the Instagram, which is Absolute Adventure Podcast on Instagram. Uh, I need to send you the cup picture. Okay. Whoopsie. We've been posting pictures of merch that we buy from our site. Yes. It is awesome. <laughs> yeah. 
But anyways, the fa- it was a failure of a podcast. I guess it's good that it happened at the beginning of the year. Yeah. I mean, it'll happen a few more times, but I guess let's get it out of the way. Yeah. We also have enough time to recover from it. So and I need good. to... Like, I want to find a good mic, because it was nice, because I didn't have any, like, headphones in my ears or anything, but yeah. it was just... I just want something that doesn't suck. And that just sucks a lot. <laughs> it's not that I asked for much. So if you know about a mic that has, like, a wind cover to it that we can plug into our phones and record with, let us know. And if your name is Mike and you suggest yourself, I'm going to punch you. <laughs> We're watching you, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> we know where you live. <laughs> There's someone who this is specifically for. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so... Yeah, I'll let you start off, because you are the one who came yeah, over the topic Yeah, let's see if I left. remember most of the spiel. All right, so... The topic. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, um, So, one of the big things is, like, over... Over New Year's... Over New Year's... I personally went down to D.C. with my friends to um, visit my other friend who lives down there. And, like, we spent time down there and, you know, parted it up, blah, blah, blah. Um, But it also got me thinking because the last time I did a family trip with my family was in August. And we went up to the Adirondacks because apparently that's where both of us live. That's where things happen. Yeah, all the all the time. I'm not upset about it, but like it's very common. Yep. Um and one of the things that I realized is like I also I realized this about 2 years ago when my family and I took a trip up to Toronto that like I love them to pieces. I absolutely do, but it's also I've gotten to the point where it's very difficult to go on a trip with my family. Yep. Like, family trips are just, like, difficult. So, I guess, like, the question that I have for you is, like... Oh, God, I just had a spit bubble. Ew. Um, (laughs) Question that I have for you is, like... What does does family trips look like for you? Like, how do you feel about... Because, like, I'm to the point where, like, it's... Like, I'll go on family trips, but it's kind of difficult to go on them. Not because the people just, like... Of, like, for me, I guess, like, the restriction of it. Right. I like being independent on trips, so, like... Exactly. And I guess it kind of, in... I'll transition over here, that it kind of... It gets into two different categories. You have the independentness versus the dependent on, like... I mean, not your... It's not like you can't go out and do, like, shit by yourself, but it's still, like, you're... You want on the trip as a family you're not just gonna fuck off every single day and do your own shit all the time because it's like is that a family trip or is that like you want to do something else along with the family trip yeah and I actually did have like an idea I didn't talk about two days ago so (laughs) that's good um sweet but it was more like especially the Adirondacks trips like we we like planned that out together as a group like sat down at a at a at a location, had a few beers, talked about what we we're gonna do, and it was. I thought we met at a coffee shop. No, 
we met at. Where did we meet? Oh, you know what? You were there for it. We did. We met Brian at the beer establishment. What? <laughs> yeah. When was this? This was. Where was I? Um. Cause I thought we met at. I thought you, spot. You were coming back, I think, from something. Cause it was. Florida? No. No, it was. It must have been before. Cause it was. I think it was a few weeks before. You definitely had something going on because I remember meeting April. Brian with Michael. But but anyways, like you organize your ideas there. You kind of, in a way, your opinion matters in the planning of this trip. Whereas mm. in a family trip, it's mainly your parents. Yeah. And I know you mentioned last time. There's sometimes you have like a sit down, like okay, we're going to this, and like here's what you're gonna do, like. You're gonna look up this shit, like okay, <laughs> like. Mm-hmm. Whereas, in a group trip or a friend trip, you kind of, in a way, you work together to get from point A to point B, and you find locations together. Yeah. There's a giant ass puddle right there. Yeah, it is. That's a giant ass puddle right there. Oh my god. <laughs> but uh, like, I guess to piggyback off of that, like, um. Like, if you're, like, if you're going, say, like, with our Adirondack trip, like, the people that are going and the people that are planning it with you are all, like, of the same mindset, want to do the same thing, are all of, like, able skill to do said thing, like, and I guess that's what makes it easier to plan trips like that, because, like, you're, it's easier to, like, suggest things to do or like places to go that fit what everybody wants to do like right um when i went up to the adirondacks with my family i wanted to hike whiteface everybody else wanted to drive up it so i decided to you know hike it myself yeah was that the smartest decision no but like i had something that i wanted to do that nobody else on the trip with me wanted to do so when you're planning it with friends or with like other people and you guys are in charge of it it gives you so much wiggle room of like okay so main thing we want to hike mountains yeah do we care what mountains we hike no we'll just figure that out depending on like how the weather is how like we all feel and then we go on from there instead of literally just being stuck being the one out of five that's like I want to hike a mountain and the other ones are just like I want to walk around the town like, I, I guess if you're a kind of person who likes planning things more than just winging things and just like alright we'll do whatever the fuck I don't, I don't really care yeah like that's more like you might be more of a family oriented person or like a family oriented trip that you enjoy more mm-hmm. whereas if you go on like a you're more like a I don't care what we do it's like whatever I, I love to like explore things and like see what's around the area that's mm-hmm. more like a friend like friend oriented like I don't really care let's decide as a group and just go for it you know yeah and I think that's the entire thing too is like I'm not like you know me I'm the kind of person who like for soccer gets a head count five days in advance who plans out things about two months in advance but like I also understand and enjoy a lot where, like, 
if I go on a trip or go somewhere, I'm like, okay, I have about five hours. There are these three things that I could do. Eh. Like, I'll just leave it open to whatever. Like, if I can make this thing, then I'll go there. If I don't want to do that and go this place, then so be it. Like, there's like, there's at least for me comfort in planning and order, but then also the like fun, spontaneous aspect of just like, don't make the plans too rigid like right leave wiggle room leave room for like oh no unexpected food poisoning Blech. like yeah it's gonna happen no <laughs> ain't not gonna happen no more <laughs> <laughs> oh it gonna happen oh you sure we gonna happen oh you think it's not gonna happen oh, i don't think happen? it's gonna happen no more <laughs> i don't think it's gonna happen no more that you think it's gonna happen <laughs> oh my god we're stopping this okay we're not role playing no. right now i mean <laughs> yeah let's save for the <laughs> D&D we're going to be playing. (laughs) That'll probably come up soon in the podcast. Yeah, I feel like it's going to come up, like, and eventually we're just going to, like, throw in a campaign and just be like, this is what we did. Yeah. Yeah. And I got, I I actually got asked this, like, about, like, whether we should record a D&D. And I think the thing is, you, like, D&D, like, the episodes themselves (laughs) would be, like, shortest amount of time would be three hours long like it's that's after heavy editing too yeah (laughs) and that's like and no offense to you Mm -hmm. but i do a majority of the editing and it would be something i would have to like work on like because he'd also have about an hour a day or something five five different people that you have to deal with their voice audio yeah and then if I we were to get that extreme, I feel like the element of the like pretendness of D and D would be scathed because you're so focused on the audio and yeah. like making your voice sound. I guess that's the entire thing too. Is like if sorry for this tangent, but we're just gonna flush this out. Like if there comes a time like in the summer where we have like two weeks that like you want to dedicate to editing or something like that then like we may be able to do like a one shot like a compact short one session campaign more or less right and then like put it up there and be like hey this is kind of like what we got what we do and like um but that if you guys are interested that would be a lot of work on our end and we will kind of just like briefly go over things with you guys um but if there is a like demand or like desire for us to do that let us know before we put together about probably 12 hours of (laughs) work into that between editing and actually doing it so just let us know and it's more like just not to put the finger on me, but I just like I'm a new, I'm very new to D and D. Yeah, I've done one, sh- I've done two one shots now. Yeah, we're starting a new campaign uh, this Saturday. Actually, I'm also new to DMing, so there's that. It's a very young group in terms of experience. So if this is gonna happen, it's not gonna happen until probably the winter. <laughs> and we want to have we want to have experience and like. We haven't really used our, like, voice acting yet. You're like, the only one who's really doing a voice. 
and kind of and I'm it's more like try to hammer that home right and it's it's not really that much like i'm not altering my voice all that much yeah so you just become a little more deeper i, just, I believe I just do this yeah you become, oh, become, you become you become haughty become too. formal oh god but anyway <laughs> it's something we've been thinking about it's on we're we will maybe do it eventually we probably will end up doing it eventually oh yeah it's just it don't hold your breath and don't expect it to come like in the next week or so right all right uh that that tangent's over back into the podcast podcast <laughs> um so if you guys hung out with that for like that past five minutes um thank you uh <laughs> but if you if you want to skip over that that's fine um so yeah so like one of the biggest things with like family versus friend ones is the entire fact of like we have to plan thing out, things out and a lot of that is also like if you're going on a trip with like your family and it's comprised of like multi-generational things like yeah yep. i have like me and my sister who are like of the same athletic ability and same like age basically and then you have like parents and then you also have grandparents that can join you on these trips and like you need to if you're going on a family trip it's also back in your mind of like everyone has certain ability levels and desires and what they want yeah, to do you have to like as a family like come up with because I know when, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna tie this into um, a, fa- a family vacation we usually go on together. National Lampoons. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. Uh, God damn it, that was very distracting. Anyways, um, we every some every other summer, my family goes on this vacation with my mom's side of the family to the Jersey Shore and not the TV show. Snooky? There's Damn so it. many times I get asked, where do you go in the location of the TV show? Is it almost no. as many times you're asked how tall you are? There's location, yes. As we were leaving Spot Coffee today, literally got stopped by a lady. Looked like she was about to like <laughs> point at me as like an evil like I was gonna say she did. She, she did she like. Looked, a, she I'm lo- going to take you on a She quest. looked. She looked at me like I was a murderer or something. Like, I recognize you. <laughs> you were on the TV last night. She's like, "Are oh, you? Yeah, you're so tall." I'm like, "Thanks." <laughs> I got it from my dad because he's tall too. Ha. <laughs> that was it. But anyways, the Jersey Shore vacation we go on every other year, mm-hmm. and we. I guess when we started off, we wanted to do, like, a bunch of things down there. We wanted to explore the area, get to know it. We went para- we're parasailing? Yeah. Okay. Getting pulled behind a boat on a parachute? Yes. Yeah, parasailing. Because I was like, parasailing and there's paragliding. 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 Is it paragliding? Yeah. Parasailing's with the, with the surfboard. Yeah. Got it. Yes. Okay. Okay. Wind. Anyways. I was going to say, we're also <laughs> under a tunnel, so... So, next time... I'm trying to echo, but it's not really working. Yeah, this isn't a good one. It's not a good echo area. Um, okay. But anyways... We're coming to the tunnel. Anyways. Um, 
we did that for the first like few years we did like jet skiing and stuff and like the beach was like a normal thing we usually go to yeah but the past few years have just been like going to the beach and then to the same restaurant all the time and we never really we never really did anything kind of else other than going to the beach like this year i learned i tried to learn how to surf mm-hmm. i actually got up nice and then immediately fell okay <laughs> but it was, it was like i trying new things every year trying to do different things and this year my cousins and i decided that we wanted to go to um some bars around the area and one was um a karaoke bar so we just had we went out for a few drinks like we and this was separate from our family so it was kind of interesting just to like hang out with my cousins um that i don't really spend time with other than seeing them for holidays on rare occasions when we drive up to new york city so yeah it was kind of a fun kind of experience to like and they they tell us stories we tell them about our stories i managed to spill half my beer on myself by accident and I wasn't even that tipsy at oh, all. Oh, please. You smell alcohol on your tipsy. You know what? <laughs> You've gotten better. You have gotten better. I don't appreciate that, But you're though. still trash. <laughs> I'm telling a story here. You <laughs> want to tell your own stories, you wait till after I'm done. <laughs> I just had to interject. <laughs> but anyways. I'm your active audience at the moment. At least I don't throw up when I drink um, vodka and lemonade. Like some people, I drink a lot of it though. Anyways, <laughs> sorry, I had to. I had to Proud. counter. I had to counter. Um, but it was fun because we got to learn about like our different stories. Then we got to share a few things. Um, I got really close to going up and singing, but I couldn't pick a song that I wanted to sing. Yeah. So my uh, my cousin's boyfriend. Uh, ended up going up there and he, he sang something mm-hmm. and then um then we went back and it was kind of fun we like we got back in like an uber we went to like a random gas station to get like crap food like mac and cheese and stuff <laughs> it was just so random yeah and it was just kind of like a new experience it was like we're old over the age of 21 because my when we went there last year, my brother wasn't 21 yet. Yeah. So we were all able to do that. We were all able to go out and have a drink together. That's so that was, it was cool. Yeah. I think that's the thing too, is like, even if you end up going to the same place consistently, like as a family trip, you got to find new things to do there. Like, yeah. and like, even if it means like part of your family kind of splinters off, like, you and you, Michael, and your cousins are now all old enough to do things like that. So right. you guys create your own things. Like you're not gonna sit in the house all day and just sit around and just. There's only party. I mean, there's, there's only so many things you could talk about. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Especially when you're stuck in a car with your family alone for like seven hours, and it's like, well, we don't want to talk to each other when we get here. <laughs> Please give us something else. Yeah. Um, no, like, uh, I had something I was going to say. Oh, that's what I'm going to trail into. It's like, that's one of the bigger things. So like when I went down with my friends to 
DC, like my friends lived there for since we all graduated with our undergrad. So that was three years ago. Oh God. Yeah, cause I'm gonna be literally very quick side note. I'm passing or we're passing the university that I'm at for my master's and I'm gonna be submitting that in exactly a week from today. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, panic, 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 panic. Let me turn around here. It's getting windy. I want to touch the sign. Touch it. Okay, I will. Um, Refresh the wind. We so, said we were going to have no wind on this. You lied to me. <laughs> you, I didn't say anything. You know what? You're the one who said, oh, look, there's going to be no wind. <laughs> we're going to go argue. This is going to be a commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> Three, two, one, commercial break. <laughs> open your stride, dipshit. <laughs> How open do you want it to be? <laughs> this is totally You want to really open it? You need to bring this back into the podcast. <laughs> We're opening it right now. No, stop opening. You're going too fast. God, okay, if that I'm was your it. running stride. No. With like so, yeah, that looks better. Like this is my running stride. You had so much hip wiggle. <laughs> like, I was emphasizing the hip, okay? <laughs> that's, oh God. Emphasize the hip. We touched the sign. We have to make a sign slap. There you go. All right, we're back. We sign slapped. <laughs> <laughs> that that arguing is coming back. Anyway, um, <laughs> so when we went down to DC this time, so real quick side story with you my said this last time. I have to emphasize. I didn't go down to DC. So when you went down to DC with your friends, yeah. Did I say we? <laughs> You said we. Oh, and you did that two days oh, ago, too. because I'm saying we as in, like, my high school group. Sorry, not we as in you. Yeah, I know. And you did that two days ago as well. So I was like, I have to emphasize. Did not go on this trip with him. God, whatever. I don't want you to come anyway. Um, so, real quick side story with us. My high school friend group has... <laughs> As of about sophomore year of high school, we were trying to plan a road trip somewhere um, to the point where me and my friend senior year, like junior year, summer into senior year, yes, made a slideshow titled Why Disney Sucks and Why We Should Go to Virginia Beach. <laughs> it was a 20 slide, si- 20 slide slideshow. <laughs> slide to the left. <laughs> because everybody wanted to go to Disney. But we're poor farm kids who can't afford a single day ticket to Disney. So I don't know what they were thinking. Yeah, I was about to say, Disney's but really expensive. We made it. We were all planning it. And it never happened. So then it took until literally two years ago to do any kind of road trip mm-hmm. with my high school friends. So... The first trip was about seven years in the making, and it was New Year's 2017. Um, So since then, this group and I have gone down to D.C. or, like, visited other friends scattered across the U.S. about five or six times. Right. And one of the biggest things is, like, when we went down there the first time, down to D.C., um... My friend that's down there is just like, oh, let's go see the sites. Let's go to the Smithsonian's. Let's blah, blah, blah. This, is, this isn't a road. No, I know. I just, I just. Yeah. No, it sounds scary. <laughs> um, 
So like we went to go see like the Smithsonian's and we went to like visit like the Washington Monument and the Capitol building and blah, mm. blah, blah. But very quickly after that, the trip kind of became more, more of a, let's go into Chinatown and hit the bars and go to these like cool local attractions. Right. Instead of doing quote unquote touristy stuff. Right. And like. One of the big things with the family trips is that I feel as though a lot of them are, let's hit the tourist spots yeah, and ignore everything else. Right. So like, I guess last thing with that and trailing into the, when you're in Rome doing like the Romans or whatever the hell that idiom is, um, <laughs> is I, I'm the kind of person who like, if, say, I'm going to Rome for a week, I will spend maybe one day hitting, like, the Trevi Fountain and the Coliseum. Hitting that shit up. Hitting that shit up. And then the other days, walking around the city, hitting the Vatican, literally just, like, slapping the Vatican and being like, okay, bye. Boom. Um, there you Vatican go. <laughs> and, but, like actually experiencing where I am yep. because I feel as though a lot of like props to tourism and like the tourism industry for what they do because it actually encourages people to travel but like the things that end up being on an itinerary itinerary uh, for <laughs> for um travel are usually like these overcrowded sites that like so many people go to these places only to see mm-hmm. where there's like 20 other like culturally enriching experiences that are scattered across the city. Yeah. And I feel like the, the people force themselves to go and see these like, oh, we have to go see these things. And then like they never, they completely avoid things that are like right next to them. Mm-hmm. And not, they'll go across the entire like other side of it. Yeah. And they're like, oh, that was there. That would have been cool to see. <laughs> Wait, what? That's the difference between walking around and, like, seeing where your senses take you versus, yeah. like, just like, oh, I'm planning it out. That's where we go, and that's it. And then that's where the being the adventure and just exploring versus the itinerary. We stick to the itinerary. We have to be back at dinner at 530 six is too late seven is we're just dead yeah she's like (laughs) and like two things off of that one is like when when i went on my trip to australia every single day was extremely planned out like it was just like wake up at seven eat breakfast get on the bus at eight go to this place do this blah 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 yeah and like the days the days that i got the most out of that trip were the days where it was like, oh, you're going to stay with a homestay family and just, you know, live with them for like two days. Because right. I actually got to experience something other than like, hey, here's the Sydney Opera House. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, it was freaking sweet, but yeah. like on those days where like we hit all of the like stadiums and opera house and like the beach, I'm like I'm not really getting much out of this. Yeah. Um, second off was... Um, Which way? Oh, uh-huh. We can go. Oh, okay. Um, 
Maybe this was the bad way. <laughs> <laughs> Let's um, go to the cars with noise around them. Yeah. Hit all the windy paths. And then the wind just picks up. <laughs> the second thing that like I always do is when I go to new places or stuff, like I I personally like to like spend a day and just run. Not just because, like, hey, I'm on a training plan and I need to run for six miles. Right. But I also... I find that, like, there is so much that, like, we tend to miss when we're driving through a city. Or when we're, like, only have one destination in mind. Whereas, like, like a, a day before, I just, like, track out, like, a six-mile route. And I'm like, I don't know what's here. Yeah. Let's just go. Let's right. see what I've come in contact with. And, like, I've seen some pretty cool shit throughout it. Because, like, I don't know what I'm going to run into, but it's pretty damn cool when I do. Yeah. Um, it just happens. Also, very quick um, addition to that. That's why I really like doing Airbnbs is because, like, I feel like I'm more experiencing the area instead of just visiting. Right. Because um, hotels feel so sterile and I hate it. All right. <laughs> That's definitely true. <laughs> That's cool. It's fogging. Fog, yeah. Fog. Fogger. Saw, the fo- <laughs> frog. <laughs> Frogger. If you've heard about Frogger. Dun, dun, dun. You've heard about fog. But. Introducing. Like, the that, new- was, <laughs> that was one of the biggest things is like, um, when we went down to, when my group and I went down to D.C. and. One of the days we didn't we didn't have literally anything planned, and it was like, "Hey, I've heard of these really cool bars. We want to go check them out." And we're like, "Cool!" Like okay. the the one the one like you go down to the basement, and it's like you get down there, and there's like twenty five ping pong tables just scattered. Yeah, about. the way you told me that that was just so cool. I know, I love it, and like the place is called Spin. And, like, you just ha- you rented out a table, you got drinks, and, like, you just played ping pong. We left that place, walked three buildings down to this place called the boardroom. Yeah. Where you rent out board games and then just play to your heart's content. Like, I would have never found that if I was just looking online. I'm just like, oh, what's the cool things to do in D.C.? Uh-huh. But, like, becoming more a part of whatever culture you end up because every city's different with their culture. Right. Um, becoming more in tune with it and experiencing that, I find is way more rewarding than, like, just going there and visiting the White House. That's Ooh. true. <laughs> Don't do the tourist shit. Get out there and explore it. Because you well, never know what you find. Yeah. And I guess, like, don't don't take it as, like, don't ever do the tour shit, but, like, don't make that your entire trip. Right. Like, just ask people. Like, I guess that's one of the bigger things. And, like, I am horribly terrible at this because I am 100% introverted when it comes to talking to people. Yeah. But, like, you <laughs> find out so much if, like, you go to, say you go to, like, a Starbucks in, a, in like, Nashville and you're like, hey what's a cool thing to do around here that barista at starbucks is going to tell you com- something completely different 
than if you just look it up on Google. That's true, yeah. And like, more more often than not, the people that you actually ask in these situations like telling you. Like, yeah. people are genuinely excited to tell you things. Yup. <laughs> Perfect example today. <laughs> I think you're tall. And it looked like you were standing up on a on a seat. What's the little she told? She's like, I can't. I thought you. I thought I thought you were standing up on a seat. It seemed really strange that someone would do that on a in, spot. In my defense, I'm hearing all of this for the first time because I just awkwardly went to the side and got water. <laughs> no, you abandoned me. You abandoned me in my time of need and oh, awkwardness. I, I was disengaging and getting out of there. Um. <laughs> What time are we at? We were at like 38? 39. Yep. Good guess. Um, and it was kind of there. Yeah. My, my last thing, and it goes like back to international travel, is because um, both of us have gone to places that like are, I guess, one, foreign. You going to Italy and me going to Panama. Mm-hmm. But also both places that English is not a primary language. Ah, uh, yes. Um, and one of the big things is, like, right now, me personally, like, I'm trying to plan a trip to go to Iceland. Also does not speak English, like, as a primary language. But for me, that's, like, the language barrier is not really deterring me from anything. Right. So... I pass the question off to you because we're at this point where we are planning our own trips. Like we, as scary as the statement is, are the adults? Uh (laughs) Question mark. Uh Um, Uh According, according like census reports, 18 to 24 is still in the young adult section. Yes. So we are still young adults. We're still young. (laughs) Emphasis on the young. At least you have a heart, okay? Gold, underlined, asterisk, <laughs> italicized, I don't know. But now that we're planning these trips and, like, both of us are of the mindset that we want to go places abroad, does, does like, the language or cultural barrier impact your decisions? I don't think so, just because there's nothing you can really do about the language culture barrier. It's going to be there no matter what, and you have to get around it yourself. And, like, going to places, if you want to go to that place, I don't think that should be a factor that's going to prevent you from going there. Mm-hmm. Like, it should, you should want to go out there and explore. And I remember I talked about this two days ago, that the fact that people who live there for longer periods of time actually learn about the language a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And even being in Italy for like a week, I learned about some words that were repeated as jokes, but I learned about those words. Granted, I can't remember them now, but <laughs> for the for the, like a few months after we went, like I remembered those, they were brought up frequently by my parents as like, oh yeah, that was a funny joke. <laughs> and it was also funny, like culture based, like, yeah, you don't know about their culture unless you can go there or you research it yep like, i think the basic example is when we went to italy my dad ordered seafood risotto at a restaurant and then he tried to put 
Parmesan cheese on top. And they looked at him like he was a psychopath. <laughs> like, they were, they were like, what are you doing? You don't Do put... Do shapats! Do shapats! You don't put that on there. Like, what are you... Are you are you dumb? Like... For a translation, do shapats means um, you are crazy. Continue. <laughs> Anyways, but... That's actually cool. See, yeah, no, you I learn got, something every day. I got yelled at by my great-grandma a lot, and that's what she called me. Or, like, used. And I'm like, what does that mean? But I didn't learn about that until a couple of years later when my grandma told me. She's like, yeah, no, she was calling you crazy. And I'm like, sweet. <laughs> but it, it's cool seeing that type of culture, even though it's like, got yelled at for that. Uh-huh. But it, it opens up to make it an interesting story now because it's like, wow, that shit happened. That was funny. <laughs> yeah. Also, don't put Parmesan cheese on anything in Italy. <laughs> and it's kind of, I want to bring up the fact that my grand, my grandmother actually uh, immigrated from Germany when she was about 21 or 22. Mm-hmm. And she had to learn how to speak English. And it was kind of cool how she went through that entire process of like learning an entire new language. And she still speaks German. Mm-hmm. She's got a friend that was also from Germany who... Um, I think it was like her, it was like her sister-in-law, I think. Okay. And she speaks German with her still, because they were both from the same kind of area, I think. Yeah. And so, it's kind of cool to hear her still speak German, and then I'll have my mom, like, translate for me, or okay. she tra- or my grandmother translates what she's saying. Yeah. Well, I guess that's, that's something that I, like, wanted to ask you, and I'm, I mean, you answered it, too. But, like, because my, my great-grandparents were the ones who came off the boat from Italy. And, like, they they both were, like, relatively young. Like, my grandpa was 13 and my grandma, I think, was 12 or something. Yeah. Um, so, like, like they, they obviously were, like, raised with Italian and, like, new Italian but then like because they came over at a younger age found it a little more easy to pick up on English Mm -hmm. but then also like because they would speak Italian all the time in the household like when my grandma was being raised but like after that like started kind of not speaking it as often and, like, I guess my side question to you is, like, how, if you know this answer, like, how much did they speak in the household with your mom, and how much did she pick up on, if you know this answer? Um, I really don't, th- like, my mom knows some German. Uh-huh. Like, I think she knows enough to, like, when she hears the conversation, mm-hmm. and she, like, my grandmother will say a few words that, like, she will Picks recognize some sentences, yeah. but... I don't think, like, her primary language is English, so she's yeah. not going to really pick up on that that much. Okay. Yeah. But at the same time, we all kind of, like, learned this one word. It's a weird story. So <laughs> we, we play this card game, but... Um, God, it always happens with cards. Sometimes this card game, like, you get screwed over really bad. Yeah. And, like... 
in reality, in the actual card game, there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. And that was also, this card game was taught by my my, grand, my uh, great-grandparents. Yeah. So it was kind of cool that I learned how to do this, but... Um, so a Krakenwagen is, I think it's a fire truck or an ambulance. For whatever uh, reason. I think it's fire truck. Okay, so for whatever reason, my cousins thought it was a great idea if we all played the game in two different, like, so you play with four players, so we yeah. had two tables of four. Okay. And so if somebody got screwed over, like, we need to switch, we would yell, Krankenwagen, and then two people would switch places. <laughs> It's like a Chinese fire drill. Just... Oh, that's amazing. So this, it was just like kind of like a random, it was, we'd be like, oh shit, I'm just and then just like, you just switch places with someone from the other team. Oh, I love that. I love that. That's so cool. And then you get to the other team, you're like, wow, oh shit, I'm stuck now. Yeah, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah, but it was, it was fun. Yeah. It's like an interesting twist and we've learned a new word that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and like, that's one of that's one of the things that I know both you and I have an interest in. It's just like learn like doing more with like culture and language of like people who don't have English as their primary language. Like right. people that come over to the states who aren't a native English speaker. So like I know you are interested more in like the TESOL ESL stuff and like right. um, my I really want to do more with like taking more classes in terms of like um, foreign cultures because I I want to work at like in like college settings and like obviously you get such a diverse population in that um, field of employment that like having a good knowledge of like various languages and how to you know work around that is very useful so um i what what was your main um motivation with like wanting to learn more with like esl and tesol i think my main motivation was the fact that my grandmother the same story she immigrated here didn't know a word of english had to learn by herself i mean Mm -hmm. she never really got I think, I think she was like a stay-at-home mom too. So she ended up learning how to speak English by herself. And then when she, um, my my aunt, who's actually uh, legally blind, she had yeah. to teach her how to like talk and like learn about sign language, like not sign language, but like Braille. She okay. taught her about she had she self-taught her she self-taught Braille and. I even asked her, like, if you had a job, what would you want to be? And I, she said that she'd want to be, like, a teacher. So I thought that was kind of cool and just be able to pursue that dream. Maybe not, for, like, have a purpose to be like, okay, I can try and do that too. Maybe I can help someone out, yeah. else out like her. Yeah. So that was my I, motivation. <laughs> yeah, I think my my main one was, like, because I didn't have that much time with um, with my great grandparents, um, 
I like, like it's not so much that like I feel like I'm like, oh, I got short shafted and like blah, blah, blah. But like I, mm-hmm. I'm just kind of like, I, I, um, like I want to be able to be a part of kind of like what my family history is. Like I want to, cause one of our big things is like my grandma, my grandma at the end of this year is going to be 78. Yeah. And our huge thing and what she really wants to do because like we were able to track around our, her side of the family enough where like we know what village that her parents grew up in and like yeah all that stuff so like our big thing is kind of like this um family pilgrimage more or less to um what did i call it the other day birthright trip or something yeah something like that um like back to italy and when we get there like i want to be able to interact and enjoy like the culture as much as possible and right not only that like one of my big things is like i want to travel as much as possible and being able to be comfortable in like other languages and cultures that i like i'm not used to is something that really makes me want to learn more about everywhere yeah. and like i don't know just random curiosities i suppose right but it's also funny because it's the this is the whole overarching roundabout way to finishing this conversation more or less is like um with this whole birthright trip like it's a it's gonna be a family trip but my mom is just like oh we're all like all the adults are gonna go adults was not included in this so i'm so happy (laughs) um she's like we're all gonna go to triple a and like talk to a travel agent and whatnot i'm like okay okay cool and then she's like and then i'm gonna take all of the information and hand it to you and you're gonna find cheaper and cooler options for everything <laughs> and i'm like Haha. i'm like you come to me in your time of need yes of course i will help you what you don't not know is that i am well trained in the art of <laughs> negotiation yes so like i guess it like leaves it open to the point where like yeah, we're still doing a family trip, but, like, we are making this as fun and spontaneous as possible. Yeah. <laughs> and I may or may not stay there a little longer and travel more of Europe, but that's a side point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're there to be there, and... Yeah. I mean, I'm already over there. The most expensive thing is to get across the ocean. Fair Once not. you're in Europe, it's extremely easy to travel. And you've never been to Italy, correct? No. <laughs> this is so be an experience. I was for gonna you. say I have about like two years to talk to you about it. So yeah, I feel like we're, you're gonna have we're gonna come back. We're just like, <laughs> listen, we gotta talk about Italy. I know. The entire podcast is I'm, dedicated to Italy. I'm so excited. Like Italy's not like anywhere near my number one country that I want to visit. But like in terms of family history, it's like it's a necessity. Right. <laughs> so yeah, no, I'm excited for that though. But yeah. Okay. So, um, this is a mildly roundabout podcast, but um, we had some tangents. But Hopefully you could follow it yeah. for the most part. <laughs> and I, I actually, I feel like we had 
different stories than what we had two days ago. Yeah, we somebody's. did, and it was a lot less windy as the wind picks up, like, literally right now. As you I'm, suck at that. As I'm saying, <laughs> I have the worst luck. I feel like just when we play d d it's just going to be like... Well, and you're going to be rolling so many nat ones, and then you're going to have to wild magic. A little bit about backstory about my D&D character. I am a sorcerer, and one of the, I guess, flaws I picked is if I roll a natural one, or like a one on any dice when I try to summon magic that means I have to roll for wild magic which is a basically picture a, a wheel with 20 choices and it's a like a spin of the wheel and whatever I get that's what I'm summoning <laughs> the wheel of wild magic and it could be bad were you or whatever, it could be great whatever you and your <laughs> The sad people who are around you, <laughs> you get to have a fun time with the wild and I magic. I thought it happened at level three, which I'm only at level two. It happens at level two. <laughs> so, this is DM excitement. Mr. DM over here is gonna have a fun time <laughs> screwing around with my character. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, <laughs> but anyways, we'll give you an update the next time. That's DNA talk. DNA. D and D and D and D A talk. Oh my god. The Dungeons and Dragons and I guess you have Absolute to find adventure. <laughs> you have to find out what the other A is. Oh god. Okay. Well see you guys. Goodbye. Thank you, you for listening. Happy twenty twenty. We will be back two weeks from now. Yes. For okay. Another grand podcast. Woo! Goodbye. Bye.